0: into the Supernova Tosha Show podcast, the show that addresses social issues and how it affects our community. And today's show we are going to be discussing the culture of the barber, barbering world. So uh, barber shops are uh, establishments where individuals can receive various grooming services for their hair, beards and sometimes other facial hair. Uh, These services typically include haircuts, styling, shaving, and beard trims. Um, Barbershops often have trained professionals called barbers who specialize in these services and use various tools such as scissors, clippers, razors, um, all these tools to achieve desired styles. Additionally, barber shops can serve as social hubs where people gather to engage in conversations and build a sense of community. Um, it's kind of like you know when you walk into uh, that old show called Cheers, where you walk into the bar and everybody goes Norm, or you know, Hey, Sammy. Everybody calls your name. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to show you. Um, this is first clip of. Um, my first experience, TV experience that is, of being in a barbershop. So go ahead and roll that first video. Hey, what's up, brother? You little late for the Christmas pageant. <laughs> I'm King Joffrey Joffrey, ruler of Zamunda. Yeah, we'll have a seat. I'm number two, be ready in a second. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? I have come for my son, Akeem. Come for who? You know, Kunta, from up Kunta. Oh, yeah, the boy upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, him. He's around in someplace. He lives upstairs on the fifth floor. Hey! Hey, who's going to clean up all these flowers? <laughs> that has got to be one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies. And I saw the second part. I know it took them years to make it, but my goodness, I think this one was the funniest. And I love all the characters that Eddie Murphy played in, bar, in this, um, in uh, Coming to America. Anyway, um, so you know uh, the famous famous, a stripe pole that's the barber's pole it's a, a traditional sign used by barbers to indicate that their place of that's their place of business so it's called a barber's pole and it consists of a staff or a pole with a spiral pattern of colored stripes typically red and white and um, that's in many countries but uh, it's red white and blue in Japan and also in the United States. The pole uh, may be stationary or sometimes it's rotating and um, it's often powered by an electrical motor. Uh, the uh the term barber pole is also used metaphorically uh to describe objects in various contexts. For instance, if a lighthouse shaft or tower is painted with a um helical stripe as um, you know, a day mark, it's also referred to as being painted in barber barber pole colors, just like the famous barber pole. Now, if you're looking to dye your hair, trim your hair, shape, or shave your beard, visiting visiting a barbershop can be highly beneficial. Male barbers can better understand your needs and provide personalized care for your beard maintenance in the long term. They possess expertise in grooming and can determine the most suitable beard look for you based on their knowledge and their experience. Unlike a salon employees, um, a salon employee, barbers receive specialized training in cutting, trimming, and grooming beard hair. Uh, They're well-versed in various male hair types and beard styles, enabling them to offer comprehensive advice and guidance on style selection and maintenance by considering factors such as your hair type and your face shape, Barbers can provide tailored grooming tips and address any inquiries that you may have. Barbershops are specifically designed with men in mind, aiming to create an atmosphere where, uh, you know, men can comfortably sit down and uh, can relax and, you know, just enjoy their experience and have, you know, guy talk, I guess. So each barbershop has its own unique approach, so it's advisable to explore multiple barbershops in your vicinity to find the one that suits you best. Now, some may display sports memorabilia on their walls, while others may have a more minimalistic um, aesthetic. Regardless of the specific environment, one thing is certain, barbershops are intentionally designed to exclude um, a distinctively masculine ambiance. Now, um, I'll talk a little bit about my experience um, in uh, being in that masculine environment, that masculine masculine um, ambiance. So upon my visit to a barbershop, I quickly noticed that it deviated from the typical hair salon experience. It stood out significantly from other establishments that I had you know, frequently um, visited before as far as getting my hairstyle. So um, it became evident that this was not merely a place for haircuts. It seemed like a social hub where individuals gathered and interacted. So I had made the decision to cut my hair by myself after a barber that I had known had refused to cut my hair. And the reason why he refused to cut my hair, because I had like, um, I had a, um, a relaxer And uh, a chemical relaxer. And I had um, like shoulder length hair. And, um, you know, for a while, that's, I've had a chemical relaxer since I was a child. And so, um, having shoulder length hair, you know, um, a lot of barbers don't like to cut women's hair like the big chop. That's why a lot of women do it at home because um, barbers say that women get emotional, they cry, they break down. And of course, they just don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to handle it. So um, so my barber decided, this, a friend of mine decided that, no, I'm not cutting your hair. I am not cutting your hair. So um, I made the decision to cut my hair by myself after he had refused to cut my hair. So um, I noticed that my hair was uneven and um, I didn't really think much about it. I was like, oh, it's not really that much noticeable. I'll you know get it. I'll get him to fix it or what have you. So I was actually at a networking event and um, (laughs) people started commenting. They were like, do you know that your hair is uneven? Uh, It's a nice cut fits you, but your hair is like really uneven. I was like, well, I know, but is it that noticeable? And they were like, yes, it's very noticeable. And I picked up the phone and I called and I said, listen, you have a hair emergency right now because I am out in public. I cut my hair myself because you refused to cut it and my hair is uneven and I'm getting comments. (laughs) People are commenting on how terrible it looks because it's uneven. And he was like, oh my God, what have you done? And so, yeah. So I noticed that my hair was uneven and I received comments about it at this networking event. Um, so I reached out to the barber to address the issue. He told me to come straight away, come over. So I went to the barber shop to have my hair uh, professionally corrected, evenly cut, and styled to my liking. So uh, despite initially, you know, expecting to feel uncomfortable in what I perceived as a masculine environment, um, I was pleasantly surprised upon entering the barbershop. The atmosphere reminded me again of that TV show. It was that welcoming, you know, where everybody greeted you. It was warm. It was loud. Definitely was loud. Um, And each barber had their own unique way of greeting you, whether it was like the head nod or, you know, they a smile or a fist bump with their free hand or just a simple, you know, hey, what's up? Or, you know, something very masculine. So uh, this created a sense of community and camaraderie for me. Uh, the barbers engaged in storytelling. They exchanged jokes. And they took turns in playing their playlist, creating a lively and enjoyable experience. So, um I kind of want to show you another clip from uh, Coming to America. Great movie. I love the original. This is um, the second clip of, you know, just them uh, men hanging out, being men, and telling jokes. So go ahead and uh, roll this second clip. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait stop right there. Listen, stop right there a minute. Man goes into a restaurant. You listening? A man goes into a restaurant. He sits down, he's having a bowl of soup. He says to the waiter, waiter, come taste the soup. Wait, says Is there something wrong with the soup? Just taste the soup. He says, there's something wrong with the soup. Is the soup too hot? He says, will you taste the soup? It's wrong. Is the soup too cold? Will you just taste the soup? All right, I'll taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha. Ha ha. So, you know, um, the barbershop experience, I mean, I cannot explain it. It's just something that you have to just walk in and just experience for yourself. It's, it's, it's an individualized experience, but I can't say it's fun. It's lively. Um, you know, men are uh, just at ease. They know their barber, and they're very, very um, committed to their barbers. <laughs> like it's it's an emotional thing, and um, yeah, I, I I don't want that experience anymore <laughs> because it's it's worse than having your your stylist at your salon. Like men tend to get very petty when it comes to their barbers, so. Yeah, finding a skilled and reliable barber can be a challenging task. However, once you discover a barber who consistently meets your expectations, it becomes difficult to let go of their services. A man's haircut plays a crucial role in his overall appearance and having um, a well-maintained ma- hair uh, can significantly boost his uh, confidence. This is why many men develop a strong sense of loyalty towards their barbers. The relationship between a man and his barber goes beyond just a haircut. Um, it is, uh, built on trust, consistency, and the, the ability to deliver the desired results. So, um, I remember one morning, this is another experience of mine. I remember one morning, um, the barber had informed me that, um, his day was going to be busy and suggested that I arrived at 6 30 AM. I needed a haircut and, um, so he told me, hey, can you get here at like 630 in the morning? I said, yeah, no problem. So this arrangement has suited me well because I needed to catch a flight and I wanted to look presentable. When I arrived at the barber shop, the barber mentioned that I was not the first customer. I was trying to be the first customer because, again, I had a flight to catch. Um, so however, I, you know, I clarified that I was indeed the first appointment. I was the first customer. I don't see anyone else. And the barber shared an amusing antidote about another client who had been coming to the shop for 15 years and sometimes arrives as early as 5 a.m. in the morning. He's like, this client would sleep in his van and wait until the barber you know, arrived and, and woke up. Um, understanding the situation, I requested to be the first serve before walking. waking up that early, um, the early bird client, as I prefer to avoid any potential conflict with someone who consistently arrived at a shop at 5 a.m. for 15 years. So basically, he told me, look outside the window. So when I looked outside the window, I saw that there was a van. I did pull up next to the van, but I just thought that the van was there parked overnight and didn't think anything of it. And he was like, that guy has been my customer for 15 years. And he sometimes arrives at five o'clock and he'll sleep until I get here. And then I just call him or I go knock on the window, wake him up and he would come in. But he's normally the first customer. And this person, uh, that client, Literally would be there till like at five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning, uh six a.m. So he did beat me there, but because he was sleeping, I went first. So (laughs) and the purpose of me sharing this story is to highlight the difference in behavior between men and women uh when it comes to um you know granting intimate access, it serves as an illustration of the perceived pettiness exhibited by men in comparison to women in this context. And when I tell you, when it comes to men and their barbers, they get petty. The loyalty of men towards their barbers can be attributed to the, the difficulty in finding a skilled barber who meets their requirements and their expectations. A good barber plays a significant role in enhancing one's appearance and boosting confidence. This is particularly important in situations such as job interviews um you know where a clean and trustworthy look can make a positive impression on employers now once a man finds a barber who consistently delivers the desired haircut it becomes challenging to consider switching to another barber the fear of not being able to replicate the same quality of haircut elsewhere often discourages men from exploring other options. And I've seen men actually just try to cut their hair themselves, which sometimes it turns out as a disaster. They'll just do a complete bald cut, um, especially if their uh, barber like decides to relocate out of state to another county. Um, I've seen uh, male friends of mine just absolutely heartbroken and devastated because of this move. So... Uh, this it's it's quite um, an interesting experience to see what um, what the role of a barber and barbershops play in 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 a man's in a man's life. So, <laughs> now what type of person becomes a barber? Well, the career path of being a barber um, attracts individuals who possess certain qualities and certain interests. Um, some good reasons to choose this profession include the opportunity to meet new people and become a recognized figure in the community. And trust me, once you're a barber and you're good, um, you have a great reputation, you're very popular, like everybody knows you by even your first name, your first initial. Um, all I have to say is so-and-so on this street. Oh, yeah, I know that shop. I know that. That's the guy. Come, I mean, come to find out when I went to that barber shop that I went to, my co-workers went there. My uh, my best friend, I didn't even know that's where he got his haircut, but my best friend, uh, one of my best friends uh ended up uh, telling me, he's like, that's where you get your haircut. He's like, Yeah, he's like I've been going there for years. I was like, What? So um that was like it that was um interesting to find out. <laughs> So you do become a recognized figure in the community. Um, the practical and hands-on education required typically involve a high school diploma. Um, being a barber allows for making creative decisions on the job, as well as the satisfaction of being a profession that is consistently in demand. Can you guys think back of like when um, when COVID happened and we had that lockdown, like 2020, like (laughs) it was a disaster. I, that was a time in my life that I I still can't grasp that I lived through COVID-19, but like, it was so difficult on the fellas, you know? And, um, the barbershops like people were getting fined for opening up illegally and then they started being creative they had to uh, take their barber chairs on the outside and they were cutting hair on the outside some of them were going mobile and like they would space it out because you had to be six feet apart they were cutting hair on the outside and if you live in a hot state that could be grueling um but yeah, it's you're constantly in demand as a barber, and um, you know when you're locked in and 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 you you are confined to just your house. At least if you look good, you would feel good, right? So um, yeah, that's it's it's quite a profession to get into. It's important for barbers to have an interest in personal grooming, uh, that they enjoy interacting with others, and they possess a great. Personality. Barbers, um, You know, they they're creative professionals who approach problems in unique ways as they are responsible for providing unique and individual haircuts tailored to each client's hair texture, face shape, facial hair and personal style. In the event that the first barbershop experience does not work out, barbers have the flexibility to relocate and find opportunities in different locations as the demand for their services exists. Everywhere, whether it's in the city or in the sur- or the suburbs, ultimately the artistic eye of a barber can greatly impact a person's um, appearance and positively influence their life. So, yeah, <laughs> if you're a people person, you want to make a lot of money, you want to, um, you know, uh, meet interesting people, um, and then you get to hear like all these stories and interesting things about people's lives. Um, barbershops, as we know, make a lot of cheddar. They make a lot of dead presidents. They make a lot of dinero on a daily basis. Um, a lone barber in one day can make up the three stacks in a day. Um, well, that's my urban dictionary for saying $3,000 in a day. Um, but, you know, there's no doubt that you can make six figures as a barber to potentially um, own your own brick and mortar uh, barbershop. Um, so, with knowing this, sometimes evil lurks in the vicinity of barbershops and those with ill intent laziness or corrupt hearts target barbershops. Um, in this day and age with cameras and more sophisticated crime solving capabilities, it's less frequent as you know it were in the yesteryears. So um <clears throat> the same barber I know before he moved to this new location, right? So I knew I've known him for like 20 years. And um, um he had a friend, let's call the friend Todd that's not his real name but let's just say Todd. So um I met Todd once uh he was this guy new kid from New York. He had just migrated from New York to Florida and um you know he you know was kind of like you know the man about town, the cool the cool guy, what have you. So um he told me a story about Todd who you know was a hero for the day. Uh he was not in the shop at that day but um, Todd had arrived about an hour earlier waiting on my barber. And, um, so Todd is his client and his friend, and he went into the shop and he was waiting to, you know, for the barber to arrive to get his haircut. So this guy, he enters the shop, right? So he comes into the shop and, you know, as soon as he enters the shop, he's like looking around and, um, he pulls out a gun, pulls out his weapon and he starts demanding and asking people for money and give me your wallets, give me your watches, give me all your valuables. And he's demanding all this stuff. So Todd, I don't know who he used to hang out with, who his parents are, who created him or what happened or what situations he's been in. But Todd gets up, rushes the guy, sticks his finger into the barrel off the, he sticks his index finger into the barrel of the gun. So, um, now you can tell that this guy knew what he was doing. He obviously, you know, was familiar with weapons, um, guns specifically. And by doing so, um, you know, you can bulge the barrel of the gun and, you know, you make the gun useless at this point, or you can just like blow the gun apart. So I don't know if that was his intent. Um, but he jammed his index finger in the barrel of the gun and, um, they said that was like a really low explosive sound and he was able to grab the gun because when the guy pulled the trigger, it had a low explosive, but when he pulled, he was able to pull the gun from him and he started fighting um, the guy who was sticking up the, the shop and the other barbers seeing that, okay, the gun didn't go off, they all jumped on top of this guy and they started kicking him and stomping him. And the potential robber, they held him until um, the police arrived. So, um, yeah, let's give it up for uh, for Todd. <laughs> let's give it up for him. Uh, so in the words of Chuck D from Public Enemy, most of my heroes don't appear on no stamp. Yeah, boy. So uh, that's a uh, flavor flame. <laughs> um, love Public Enemy. So anyway, the hero of this story, he lost the tip of his index finger, but you know what? He was left with, um, his life. And not only that, he saved the life of other patrons and staff. And now he has an awesome story to tell his, his grandkids, his kids, his grandkids. And, um, gosh, I still remember that story to this day. I, I met him once before the barbershop incident and, um, you know, shout out to him wherever he is. So um, I just wanted to play this uh, video, just kind of depicting, you know, what the barbershop means to the community, how people respond, uh, things that happen around a barbershop, that whole culture, the whole lifestyle. So we're gonna go ahead and roll that um, that video footage. So when you pass by the, the neighborhood barbershop, you kind of get a feel of what happens in that environment. Let's go ahead and roll that video. what? Huh? There's a bunch of gangster disciples down there in the corner with their pants hanging all around the ankles. And I told them how there was a bunch of conjugal business going bad. And they come here, they out here, they're coming after me, Calvin. I need a strap. A strap? I need the heat, where's the heat up? Ain't no heat in here, man. The gun, the gun, the gun. There ain't no gun in this shop. So we ain't got no gun? They about to come in here with AKs and 47s and death of these got the Witch hazel. Eddie. Are you serious? Cause I don't see nobody. Let's go. Come on. Down. What? Come on. Come on. What? Come on. Oh man. What are we gonna do? You know what? I talk my way into this. Maybe I can talk my way out of it. Man, we can go out the back. Let's just go out the back. Keep running, Calvin. I'm old. Let's go. I'm just gonna talk to them. The young boys, and I'm gonna talk now, to them. Listen, what? you're not, you're not going out there. Let me get some. Just wait, Calvin. Let us be reasonable. Everybody just calm down. Let me just talk to you. Everybody say cool head. I'm hey. sorry. Hey. Just, just give me what I hey. deserve. Hey, I see see a man of law. Black lives matter. He's all to crap. Pedro, police never now die. Oh, yes. stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, G? Besides, it's them Jordans. They my size. That's what size they, y'all. Oh, you think you got heart, huh? Well, guess what? Little well, nigga, hearts ain't bulletproof. Yo, why don't y'all just keep it moving? Y'all got your neighborhood anyway. Nigga, what you talking about? Y'all know I could run this whole neighborhood. run this whole shit. Hey, yo, shorty, run them kicks. I Man, y'all niggas ain't shit. Yeah, I said it. Nigga, this our block. You know that? Unless you really want to do it. Yeah. All right. yeah, I thought so. Yeah, keep pushing Get out of here, man. Um, so yeah, you know what, and um, there's um, a new uh, not a really not really new, but there is an uptake on um, women that are holding it down, um, you know, in, in, in the barber shops. Um, and I, I knew of one girl who, well, I shouldn't say girl, lady, but, uh, she started out as a barber and, um, she ended up, she's married to a a police officer and she ended up owning her own brick and mortar. I think she even opened up several, uh, barber shops. Um, one of my, um, old, uh, hairstylist, uh, she had a salon and also a barbershop and, um, she even branched out and I think, she, and, uh, had her son in the islands open one as well. So it's very lucrative and shout out to the ladies who are, um, you know, doing their thing, holding their own, um, in such a male dominated, uh, career. It, it's crucial to keep in mind that gender does not take one's, um, proficiency in the industry the barber profession welcomes individuals of any gender who possess the passion and the commitment to achieve success a, fema- a female barber who specializes in men's grooming is sometimes referred to as a bar- barberette uh although this term is not widely used but i like it it's very um I don't know. I like it. Uh, But most female barbers prefer to be called barbers regardless of their gender. Uh, Over the past decades, there has been a growing demand for female barbers and many women now work in traditionally male dominated barbershops. These female barbers have made a significant impact on the industry, offering a distinct perspective and catering to an expanding customer base of women who prefer a barbershop for their grooming requirements. Especially if you're going through changes and you decide to cut your hair yourself and it's lopsided (laughs) and uneven. Um, So there's a great uh, transformation of the barbershop Um, the mirrors, uh, the shifting, um, the barbershop mirrors the shifting values and requirements of society. Initially, yes, it serves as a hub for social interaction and connection. It later became a symbol of masculinity and now it has evolved evolved into um, an inclusive and diverse environment. Um, So I really like that for barbershops. Uh, The barbershops hold uh, significant importance in both our past and our future, representing an integral part of our history.